Welcome to Two Dads Against the World, where we take on the funny world we live in, one diaper change, one soccer practice, one homework assignment at a time. Join us as we chat about everything from raising kids, facing the challenges of everyday life, whatever we want, and enjoy it makes us laugh. Yes, we will rant, we will laugh, and maybe we will eventually learn something, but no guarantees. Maybe, like, unplugging and plugging back in your modem from time to time. Scotty! How are you doing? Well, better now that my internet works, yeah. Well, yeah. This is like show we, we just we just us. had Telus come here for a whole thing, so I blame him. I blame him. I feel you, man. I feel you. Well, so you're busy today. Yeah, busy doing some volunteer work. Yep, it's what I do. I think I what spend you more time volunteering than I do at my real job. Hopefully, my boss doesn't find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For those that have just tuned in for podcasts and not watching us on video, you'll notice that there's a third laugh in the background. Um, let's just introduce him. Uh Luke, I always say your name wrong, so I say Lavarado. Am I saying that correctly? What do you how do you say it, Luke? Lavarado. You nailed it. Perfect. Nailed it. Lavarato or Lavarato? V no. with the V. Yeah. Lavarato. So Italian? Yeah. Yes, sir. That's me. And I'm uh, drinking a little baroni for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. My grandma would be proud of you. That would be great. Or, or she'd cut your nuts off, one of the two. That's, well, that's, she's kind of scary. So, As they should be. So grandma. are all Italian women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got, yes. man, we could do a whole podcast on my grandma and stories about her. She would seriously fill the book. There, She was awesome. So, Well, we maybe have to do that one time. Now, Luke. Uh, you are what are you, you're a director of a few things. I just I don't know if that's the right t- title, but I know you mostly from uh, your gig as uh, the guru of Edmonton for sportball. Um, is that is that the official title you go by? Like what's, what's yeah, it's on it's on my business card, guru <laughs> of sportball. Yeah, that's uh, no, I, yeah. So I'm the owner. So sportball is a franchise, and so I'm the owner of the Edmonton area, and so I'm the owner director. Okay, um, I kind of oversee everything that happens with sportball in Edmonton area. We actually, me and another guy just bought the rights to sportball Kelowna as well. So Ooh. yeah, sign Scott and I up. We'll help out from time to time. It's literally the only reason I bought it is because I'm like, I just want an excuse to go to Kelowna because it's so nice. Yeah. There. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will, I will, I'll get the water bottles. Scott can coach the soccer. <laughs> That'd be amazing. There's a lot of soccer out in Kelowna. So it'll be, uh, it's, it's nice there for so much longer. You can run soccer for probably an extra three months. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, it'll be a fun market to tackle. That's for sure. Three yeah. months extra of nice weather. What I, the heck? I don't fact check me on that. I have no idea. Why just, are we it's just like Ontario, BC. That's how they produce best golfers and soccer ball players or like soccer players. It's, they just get more time. Yeah. It's all yeah. about getting those reps. In. Like I'm, I'm going to go for my second round of golf tomorrow. Where are you going? Only second. They're going to go to Coal Creek. Nice. Nice. I have a buddy, buddy of mine owns Countryside and I, I love that course. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. Countryside's great. Yeah. Coal Creek's good too, though. That's another great course. Yeah, I like it. It is a, it is a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Um, so sport ball for those that don't understand it, you know, I I, I kind of understand it a little bit, but for those that don't understand it, what the heck are you just throwing? Is this dodgeball league? What is this? <laughs> no, I wish. Um, I guess the elevator speech for sport ball uh, that's um, is that it's a, a high energy non competitive sports program where we teach kids ten different sports in a really fun interactive way. 
uh, in a comfortable atmosphere. So the goal of it is for our sport ballers or our children to leave there and be super excited about physical activity, to have a lot of fun, and then also to learn the fundamentals so that when they do go join soccer, they do go join basketball, um, they have a base skill set and they understand how to do the base things and they have confidence to try it. I mean, mm-hmm. the goal is for them to be confident enough and excited enough to try all kinds of different sports and find out which one they like the best. And that's kind of that's kind of the concept. So we don't get like – it's not competitive. We don't care who wins and loses because they're under 10, right? And so, I mean, do we add an element of competition for the older kids? For sure, right? Like you – the right kind of competition and we teach them how to win and lose at older ages. But – for the younger kids, it's really just about repetition and getting them, uh, getting them used to running, throwing, catching different types of body movements, and then doing it in a way where they leave and they go, "Man, that was a really good time." Mm-hmm. So, are we talking? You do different drills, you do different games, or like? You know, yeah, I'd say more games and drills. Like it's, it's like not festival style. Yeah, it's yeah, it's um, it's it, you got to see it. It's organized chaos. So basically, mm-hmm. it's really structured. So from any from a coaching standpoint we get through a lot in a short period of time. And we're working with like our main, you'd be, you'd be surprised to hear this, but our main age group is like two to three and a half years old. Like that's a huge really? class for us. Oh yeah. It's a parented class. And um, you'd be surprised what we get through in 45 minutes. You can do this, Scott. <laughs> Success. <laughs> for those who are just listening, Scott just opened up another one. Check out our Instagram page. You'll understand why Scott is needing the extra um, relaxation this after this evening. Two dads against the world. Check us out. Uh, he was busy. He's a busy guy. <laughs> I'm just stretching out. Stretch. Get. <laughs> so, Alex, our children have actually like our girls have had the privilege to be in part of your programs, and they're always been fantastic. Well, thank you. Um, I, I don't know if it was, in fact, you uh, running the programs here in Beaumont or um, or if it was one of your employees, but it was a really fun program. Uh, thank you. My oldest daughter loved it. She loved being introduced to baseball. Um, what else? Uh, well, it was it was a it was a bunch of different things. I can't remember now exactly everything that you teach or you get kids into like there's a lot like there's the baseball the soccer of course all the ones we know the basketball yeah my daughter found out how good a basketball bounces and then bounces back to your face and then then creates bloody noses (laughs) she learned that concept and then but you know what now when we're in the garage basketball gets bounced around everywhere and it all started from from that uh introduction because i wasn't going to introduce her to basketball because I, you know, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to waste my time. Okay. <laughs> if, if, if she's going to be anything like her mother, she's going to be four foot seven, you know, uh, <laughs> relatively with fast, he- um, with you, high tempered, yeah. you know, mm. I thought, you know what? She's better suited for soccer. Is your wife Italian? Oh, Michelle? No. Hey, whoa, whoa. I, I resemble, I resemble that remark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a I didn't say she was a cheater and a yeah. cleaner. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> oh, this is why I think, that's why I think LeBron is Italian. LeBron's Italian. LeBron's Italian. He could fit right in with my culture. Totally. 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 Don't cancel us. Yeah. LeBron, we're sorry. Totally. Yeah. It- Italians cool. ruin soccer, man, for sure. I'm totally with you. It's as I've played football and like, hockey and like 
you play with like my fingers, none of them are straight. Like you just mm-hmm. you play through whatever. So when I see stuff like that, I'm just like, seriously, you're wrecking the game. Uh, they really did. And it, I had Italian coaches growing up as a kid when I was playing uh, competitive soccer, and they were just the dirtiest bunch of douchebags. Oh, totally. Like, teaching me every dirty trick in the book, especially when I was a midfielder. Midfielders got to be tough. They they work hard. They're the workhorses, and the dirty tricks that I was taught. Oh, oh okay. okay. What what is the dirtiest trick you were taught? If you which one do you remember? Like what's what was the go to the coach had you do? A lot of them were were um, uh, I can't remember what what they called it, but it's when when you're kind of in trying to just kind of gain position as a midfielder, and you're and you're just trying to work off a guy and stuff like this, and just trying to create your own space so the ball can get moved in into space and what have you. But we were taught how to back into a guy create the space but know where his lead foot was and go in with our heel middle spike into the top of his boot ouch and then turn and then go and put all the weight and crush his toe and move off of him Uh, that was probably the dirtiest one because like it looks innocent to a ref and that's how we were explained and taught it because it looks innocent it looks like you just you ran away from him you didn't you didn't hit him you ran away from the guy but you didn't know that. Oh, I stepped on your foot. As oh, sorry. As that happened. Yeah, that happens all the time. Step on a guy's foot. I'm sorry. It was an accident. But this does real damage, right? Of course, yeah, it's yeah. the so, Italians that tell you that. That's terrible. Of course, yeah. Dang it. Yeah. So I grew up around Italians all the time. Like I'm, I'm really sorry. Behind me, beside yeah. me, we're all Italians. So, uh, and then if you didn't do it, them, if you didn't play didn't... ball, then you had to go talk to Jimmy. And Jimmy was dead. And he was waiting for you. <laughs> fucking, you know how much money I had on this fucking game. This was a U nine game. This is serious shit. Fucking North Edmonton, North Edmonton. We don't fuck around. Yeah, they're nuts. <laughs> oh, we went to Italy for my sister's uh, for my sister's wedding. It's the first time I've ever been to Italy and saw my family. And my wife's this uh, beautiful blonde girl, which is really rare in Italy because they're all dark, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So. My dad and I were driving down the coast to Pinacate and uh, we stopped for gas, but the gas station and the convenience store are about, you know, a hundred yards apart. And my mom's like, nah, me and Stacy are going to the convenience store and you and dad will get gas. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea. And my mom's like, nah, it'll be fine. Like my parents are both Italian. My mom's like, ah, it'll be fine. She walks in and no joke, two minutes later is like holding my wife by the arm and runs out of the store. She's like, bad idea, bad idea. She's like, as soon as we walked in, every Italian guy was like, shh, and just surrounded <laughs> Stacy. And they're just so aggressive. They don't even whistle at girls there. They hiss at them. They, oh, no. They, they go, yeah. like, that's how they whistle at girls. It's like, they'll just grab you and be like, no, you're coming with me. It's oh, man. terrifying. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. Well, different world, different. But, I mean, it is in the extreme, when we saw my family – they were the best. Like, I seriously have never been so full in my life. Like, they fed us. They loved us. It was like we were treated like kings and queens when we were there. So it's like you kind of get amazing. both extremes, right? If they know you, it's the greatest thing in the world. If they don't, hide your daughters, right? It's- That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. So, okay. So dirty, dirty tricks. Um. <laughs> From sport ball to dirty. We don't teach any dirty tricks in sport ball. No right? dirty tricks That's with sport ball. We should. we should. We should harden up the youth a bit. Yeah. We should do- <laughs> This is what we're gonna do. <laughs> Luke, should, Luke, should you're do gonna get some. You're gonna get Eldon and Scott as a like special. elbows. Like we should teach quiet elbows. 
They call me Elbow McNaughty where I played. Yeah, wow. quiet elbows, right? You were doing your, you're probably fixing your hair, some bullshit. And, oh, there's you know an what? elbow. I had, you adjust your equipment, you know, mm-hmm. you're reaching for a puck. Yeah. There's there's all these ways to get the elbow in, and you keep it low. As soon as you go here, you go high, they catch you. Yeah. You get, yeah, yeah, you got to keep it tight to your chest. Get them in the backswing. No, Luke, I'm offering you. <gasps> Scott and I will come and teach the kids a special uh, unit. Whatever you want to call it, guest speakers. special price. Yeah, yeah, a hundred bucks for the one session for the one day. Okay, how to play dirty. So, kids, sure... today we're gonna go over raking. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jimmy, lay on your back, and as oh you pretend God. to jump over Jimmy, you 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 rake your cleat over the back of his neck. Wow. Yes, there you go. Make sure you know that he knows that you were there. Leave a line. Leave a mark. I and then when his the... mother asks him about it, you know that you were the tougher guy. <laughs> I wonder what's the dirtiest sport out of all the sports. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I played everything under the sun. I think basketball is. Basketball is pretty dirty, but football is pretty bad. Like, football, I had a buddy's oh. dad. And it's funny because I'm not going to say what religion he was a part of, but he was a religious guy. And, uh, man, he was like, if you see someone's hand outside of the pile, you just step on it as hard as you can. Or he'd be like, he, he'd actually gave us something where he said, if you take a guy out of the game, like you injure him, well, I'll buy you a blizzard after the game. So my one buddy was a phenomenal footballer. His, 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 this is his kid. He hits this quarterback so hard, I thought he was evaporated. I thought he got Thanos snapped. Like it was, it was <laughs> such a big hit. And dark, and the guy, I'm not, I almost said his name, that would have been bad. So my buddy's looking over top of the guy, and he's like, they're literally calling the, the trainers in to take him out on the stretcher. And Darcy runs over to the crowd where his dad is, and he's like, you owe me a blizzard. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, author of the year right like, there. And, and we're, we're all, like, me, me and him are like cheering, like, blizzard. And the kid's like out cold on the field. And it was like. Yeah. Oh, oops. Yeah. yeah, hockey's pretty dirty, too. Hockey. Hockey's I got one, though. I think this is dirtier than 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 anything else. Is women's rugby. Oh, yeah. Women's rugby rugby is, it's like, you know, you're just going to sound sexist, but you know that women fight dirty in real life. I think that's a compliment, to be honest. Right? You know, they fight to win. Now, now usually women fight with emotions and intellect at a level that guys can't keep up. Because they've just got that skill set that we don't. Now they take that skill set and they apply it physically on the field. Oh, for sure, and it is nasty. I I knew some girl rugby players in high school, and the things, the stories that they were telling me. Uh, like I know rugby can be dirty, but these girls are going for like it's equivalent. It's like equivalent of them of guys getting kicked in the nards on purpose. That's pretty much what these girls are trying to do to each other. Yeah, and um, they hit each other and going, going for all the soft spots. Chest on too, purpose. And yeah, that's like boom, straight straight punch to you know all the sensitive spots. You can't yeah. do that as a guy. No. You'll start well, they'll start a fight. Like you'll just go you'll start a real fight. You'll start an actual fight if that happens. Whereas they just it's like part of the game. They're like, Yep, yeah, it happens, I'm gonna do it back to you in ten seconds. Yeah. I think I it's also because they're tougher everybody. than we are. Like they have a higher pain tolerance. So they're just like yeah, you hit me there. Where we get hit there, and we're like, "Oh, I'm gonna die." Okay, I'm gonna get you yeah. back for that. So yeah, I don't even know what my name is for the first yeah. five minutes getting hit there. Eldon, who, who, ah! I'm like crying and everything else. No, no, oh, I'm with you. No, no, I think that's that's the, that's my. I think that's the dirtiest. I could be wrong there. I think the least dirty game though has got to be curling. <laughs> 
Yeah, but there could be some pretty dirty shit that happens. What about pickle, like, pickleball? Pickleball is probably not very dirty. Never played. Yeah, pickleball can't be very dirty. I've been I'm in a pickleball tournament tomorrow morning. I've been nutted in bocce ball. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. impressive. That, but that's just because that's the guy serious. was a dick. You should put that on your resume. You know, just walking, walking next to someone. And, you know, it's like, come on. Interesting facts at the end of the resume. Been nutted in bocce ball. Yeah. <laughs> I would look at that as an employer. I'd be like, I've lost a testicle I during competitive bocce ball. <laughs> That's a thing that happened. There is competitive bocce ball. Like, there's like a professional bocce yeah. ball league that blows for my mind. Sure. Mm-hmm. A- I see here you applied for a job that you're not qualified here, but we wanted to bring you in to hear about that bocce ball. <laughs> tell us more. That's awesome. <laughs> well, yes, sir. Well, let me tell you, you're hired. We you're here for the story. You're a storyteller. <laughs> so, okay. Well, what's your favorite sport? What's your favorite sport, Luke? You, you're teaching a lot. We've talked yeah. a little bit of dirty stuff, but what's your to so coach, you're to pick one. To coach or to play? Well, do both. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, do both. I love coaching basketball. Uh, yeah. I just, Why? It's just such a – I find it to be such an art – a mix of – it's a beautiful art form, but then it's also about hustle and effort. So it's a, a great combination of the two, right? And so and you can always get better at basketball, which I find really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, golf is a really fun sport to teach. Actually, I ran a golf camp last year, which I found really fun. Um, and football too, I actually really enjoy football just because as a receiver, like I was a receiver DB, uh, I played everything, but receiver at the highest level is where I played at the highest level and running routes. I find to be such a unique art craft, like how to make the person, you know, think you're going one way and go the other way and set them up with one move and do another. I find that really, really, really interesting. So I never played a high level of soccer. I love watching soccer. Um, but I never played a high level of soccer, but I, I, what's another game I have a lot of respect for, but I guess that my favorite to play, and I'm going to sound like an old man here. Um, I think growing up it was basketball and football, but then my favorite game now is actually, um, golf and squash. I love mm-hmm. squash. I don't know why yeah. I play that when it was open, I would play it three, four days a week and it I just used to be there. Oh, yeah, I used amazing. to play squash too with a couple of guys. We were in a club for, man, it was my early twenties. I loved it. I love squash. And it's a I game you could play forever. Introduced to it in high school, and uh, yeah, it's a game you could play forever. That's exactly. Yeah, I right. played a guy in league last. Well, not not last year, but the year before. Uh, no, last year I went before it shut down. I played a guy in league. So this is men's league squash. It's pretty high level. It's like div three. He was seventy three years old, wow, and dang. just good in amazing him. shape. And you can. And this is going to sound sexist too. It's definitely I find the game where men and women are the closest at the non professional level. Like I played. This is going to sound embarrassing, but I played a lady that was seven months pregnant, and she killed me. And she was just like waddling around the court and crushing the ball. And I'm like, I'm losing to those angles down. Yeah. She had the angles. She fooled you. Terrifying how good she was. And so it's, it's such a fun game. It's a game I play with my dad. Who's my dad is by far the best athlete I've ever seen in my life. And he's 70 and he's still real competitive in squash. We play together all the time when he's here. And, um, and it's a game you always can learn. Like I played a guy, mm-hmm. um, like I'm getting better now that I played more. And I played this guy and apparently he's was at one point he was top, I think he was 14th in Egypt. Now, all the best squash players are in Egypt. So hmm. if he's 14th in yeah, Egypt, that. that means he's probably 14th in the world. Like, he was the top 20 wow. squash players in the world. He was um, he was coaching my son, Tony, and then he coaches me after. Anyways, I was playing a squash match, and then afterwards I finished, and he comes over. His name is Ibrahim. Really nice guy. He's retired now from obviously playing professional squash, and he's like, do you want to play a game? And I'm like, no. And he's like, <laughs> and he's just like, no, let's let's play. So we play, and I'm in pretty good shape. Like I run a lot, and I can usually play 
you know, 12, 13 squash games before I get really, really tired. This guy, we played a game to 11, and then we played another game to 11. And by the time we were three points into the second game, I almost threw up on the court because he just had me just like an idiot. Right? And it's, it was just cool to play someone that good. Like he's mm-hmm. literally the best of the best. And his skill set is so good. He didn't even take his sweatpants off. He was like master, mm-hmm. Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid. He's just like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even, you know, he wasn't even breaking a sweat yeah. as I'm almost throwing mm-hmm. up on the court. So it was a really fun experience though, to like just see a master at work. Okay, yeah. you guys just you just scared the heck out of me because my daughter just bought a bunch of squash rackets. <laughs> and she said and she said we're we're playing this summer because I used to play squash. Nice. You should. And it's a great game. I'm out of shape. Let's just be fair. I'm out of shape. And so if you're throwing up, I'm like she's little, so I'm not too worried about it. I'll probably just still destroy her, but yeah. She's also you got time. fit and I am not. All right, right. So I gotta get some training. I get the rocky music going and yeah. get pound the pavement. You only run if you're, stairs. if you're the worst you're if you're not as good as the other guy, that's when you run. Like that's the point of squash, is to torture the other person. Like if you torture the yes. other person, you win. Mm-hmm. I there's this yeah, guy in the league. His name was Big Bob. Big Bob must have been four fifty. Four fifty. He didn't he barely fit through the squash doors. But he was so good at hitting the squash ball that he just stood in the middle of the court and he would beat people because he was just so good at squash. If it went outside of his reach, he wasn't getting it. Like he couldn't move. His, <laughs> his body was – he was just too big and it, he had injuries. But he was so good that he just stood in the middle of the court and made the guy run around him. It was unbelievable to watch. Wow. Well, the other guy doesn't want to hit him because he's going to bounce off Big Bob. I want to be like Big Bob. Big Bob. I want to be Big Bob. Nicest guy too, man. He was a gem. He was a really good dude. But yeah, it was Don't. it was crazy. It was actually what woke me up to squat because like I'm a runner, right? Like I'm pretty fast and I'm quick. That's my ability in sport. And watching him play, I'm like, oh, geez, I need to quit running so much. Like, that's obviously not how you get better at this game is by running more. You need to be better at hitting the ball and be smarter. So yeah, it was like badminton for me when I played that in high school and stuff. Great game. Yeah. Great game. Great yeah. game. It transfers to squash really well, too. Like, my wife's, my wife actually is probably the best female athlete I've ever seen in my life. And she was the provincial champ in badminton for is two years. Is she hearing this? Is she, is she on the outside the camera? Yeah, right? she can she hear just, me. She, she knows that, though. Yeah. She's, she's, she was provincial champion for two years in a row? Oh, that's what not even... What day of the school? Uh, she was in Three Hills, so I think she was, but they moved up. That's a 1A? Yeah, but they moved up, they moved up because her and her partner were so good. So I think they competed in two or three because they were really, really good. And you know what? Because, and partners, like, I remember there was one year, me and a guy, we, we both didn't, uh, get out of zones as singles. Just, just bad shit luck. Mm. But we, we got into provincials as doubles. Nice. And we thought, oh, well, this will be good. We're the two best players. It'll be great. What a fucking shit show. <laughs> once, we got, once we got to Provincials, we, we met these two guys from, it was brothers from, they were like, uh, I can't remember where they were from. If they were from Taiwan or if they were oh, yeah. from China, from mainland. I, I, I can't remember. Just killed us, crushed us, mm. made us look ridiculous. Ridiculous. We were like, we were out of our fucking league. We're two bush leagues from Hay Lakes and like, hey, good players, great players. But we were like, this is a different world. We went went through all of this, but all of a sudden we we met these kids. Where the hell they were from? Um, Somewhere in Asia? No, it's, it's, uh, it was somewhere in uh, near Calgary. 
and oh, uh, okay. but uh, anyway, yeah, because it was provincials. And no, there's no. Oh, change. maybe it was Chestermere. No, or Strathmore. No. It anyway. It was a one A school, so it's from it's from one of those areas. So like Strathmore, Chestermere was a one A school because uh, it had to be a one A school because we were a one A team. So yeah, but yeah, just made us look ridiculous. Like killed us. Well, but that was that, that, that was my fun. That was our that was our funnest. And then I didn't play in my senior year any sports. I got kicked off my basketball team because that was why I left early <laughs> for my job. <laughs> for your job? Oh, I thought you were going to say something for your, different. Yeah, quote that's... unquote job or oh, okay, or, no. or a girl. No, it was no, it was Those no girl. Yeah. Hey, you know me, man. I I had no time for girls. I had no time for girls. I had no time for girls. I had a divorced mom, needed money. I worked, work, school, dropped out of school. Yeah, that that was my thing, right? Good for you. Yeah. You got to get the coin. Oh, it wasn't good for me. Oh man, I wish I would have <laughs> stayed in school. I took <laughs> took my Augustana uh, Augustana Golf uh, um, scholarship. I, I I wish I would have done things a little differently. But oh, so you're a time, you're a golfer, golfer then? If you got a scholarship, I, you, I I I used to be. I used to be. I used to be able to hit the ball where I wanted it to go. Now I just hit the ball and be like, oh fuck, I'll play from there too. Yeah, yeah but you took you took some, <laughs> you took a summer though. You pursued it. What was what was that? Five years ago? Six years ago? Were you, oh, those are you, amateur championships. Yeah, yeah. Man. I made a go out of it one year just for fun because, like, I don't know. I just wanted to see if I could do it at thirty. Wow. And yeah, it was good. Good for you. That's incredible. And and golf's another. Like, so I think sport in general, there's levels, right? Like like you said with the people you played in badminton, and then see, I yeah. I grew up with a father who my dad has five Grey Cup rings. Like my dad is a freak of all freaks. Like he didn't play football till grade 12. And then he was on the greatest football team of all time. He was on the Edmonton Eskimos that won those five straight Grey Cups. And um, yeah. And the, you know, the sick thing is that wasn't even the sport he was the best at. He got drafted to play in the NHL too. And so he is just wow. this freak. And so it's funny with sport ball, all these parents are so nervous. They're like, oh, I don't know if my kid's going to make it and blah, blah, blah. Like, are they doing things right? And I'm like, listen, if your child is going to play professional sports, they're mm. going to play professional sports. So just relax. Mm-hmm. They're going to be built differently. Like I said, my dad is, you know, five foot 11. When he was in his prime, he was like 210. He ran like the wind. His shoulders mm. are like this. His arms, he can scratch his toes without bending over. His hands are the size of dinner plates. And on top of that, he's really tough and really coordinated. He was born like that. Don't worry about yeah. it. The biggest thing that you need to worry about is making sure they have fun. Because if they are that freak athlete and you 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 take out the fun, then they're not going to want to play anymore. Like he Correct. used to, t- yeah, he used to tell me stories where he'd like get up in the morning because his p- parents were from Italy. Like they were straight off the boat. Like they were like you know right off the boat Italians, and so they didn't know anything about sport. They didn't know how good he was, and uh, he would just get up at six a.m. He'd make like six sandwiches. Sorry, when I say he made this, his mom made him six sandwiches. My dad didn't know how to. His, his mom literally spoiled him to death, and uh, he made like six. A good Italian lady. Yeah, the guy used to have five pies in the fridge at all times. Like, give me a break. And uh, that's like European families. Yeah, yeah. They they don't understand. Our no. parents were spoiled, especially if they came from European descent. Yeah, like straight from they they were spoiled by their parents. They oh. don't like to admit that, but they were. They totally were. Oh, big were. time, big time. And they, they tell you that they weren't, but they were absolutely spoiled rotten. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's my dad. But he, yeah. So they got hit with a chair every now and then. Yeah. Walk it off. <laughs> <laughs> Pussies. It, it builds character. It builds character. And Anyways, so he, he so he, your your dad was. So you know, he'd, ta- he'd take six sandwiches and, and then he would go to the hockey rink till eight o'clock at night. 
and he would just literally play hockey for 12 straight hours, 14 straight hours. And he would just play and play and play and play. And he, that's how he did it. He loved it. He just, my, my grandma was so cheap. He didn't even, she didn't even buy him a ball. So he took a rock and would throw it against the wall and catch it. That was, that was his entertainment for a while. Cause my grandma was, was that cheap. He needed to, he needed to do something. He's just, he, he had it in, um, he wasn't going to be denied from just cause not because he had a mindset of denial or not. No. He just like, he just who he was. He didn't care about playing professional sports. He just loved to play sports. Right. And then the byproduct mm-hmm. was that he, like, he literally got, it was funny because he, uh, he got pulled into an office after his grade 12 year of football. And uh, Larry Yock, I think, was the head of the coach, Edmonton Eskimos at the time. And he had a really strong American accent, like really strong. And so he's like, Pete, you know, you're a great football player. I found like six different schools that want to offer you full scholarships. And the, and the only advice anyone gave him his dad said, uh, just don't go to a school that you haven't heard of before. So the guy says, you want to go to Washington? And my dad's like, <laughs> nope, I've never heard of Washington. Well, he, he meant Washington. And Washington at that time was like a top 10 school in the country. But because he had the strong American accent, he's like, no, nah, I don't want to go there. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. And then he's like, <laughs> he's like you want to go to Duke? And my dad's like, never heard of Duke. And the guy, really? Oh, no. And he's like, no. He's like, how about Utah? He's like. Sure. So, so he, that's how he chose what school he went to. And he went, got a full ride, did, scholarship, did one scholarship. And then after he left, that's when the like four or five NHL teams asked him to come try out. And he's like, nah, I'd rather go get my free school. So I'm going to go, mm-hmm. I'm going to go play football in the States for a few years. And mm-hmm. he was, he was so like, he'd only played football for one year. He'd only play. And so he's apparently in his first ever game, they're playing against Oklahoma and Oklahoma was the number one team in the country at the time. And so Oklahoma mm-hmm. had this running back that was not human and so he's this little canadian kid the biggest sport thing he's ever done was like a hundred people watching the game and now he's a canadian in utah and he's playing against in front of sixty thousand people yeah and he gets in and this apparently this the running back they get they throw this pitch and uh my dad's on the goal line waiting for him to tackle him he's like sweet i got him and the dude jumps up jumps and jumps off his helmet and jumps into the end zone like he like a like a video game he's like whoop jumps off his helmet and (laughs) my dad was literally just looked at the coach he's like can i go home like (laughs) this is like what world did i just enter into so that was but that was you know what like but he was good it didn't matter right it didn't matter that he didn't have any camps or coaches or whatever he just he he was great at sports so he powered Mm -hmm. through and ended up having a good college career and had obviously had a really good professional career too yeah, well, are parents yeah. looking for that roadmap? You know, if I have this, if I follow this straight line, therefore my kids will automatically get to whatever sport <laughs> I want them to be in professionally. That's, I know that doesn't work that way, no. but is that what you? I love hearing that, pers- that. I love hearing that perspective, just because you get, I get. Oh, I'm sure you get a lot about stuff like this, and I'm sure you do too. That hey, you know what? I really think my daughter's really special at this or my son is really special at this. What do you think? Oh, oh. yeah. You get those. And it's just like, it's tough to answer those things because yeah. I, I don't know how you handle it. It's a good question. But it's it, it it's something that not a lot of people give coaches and mentors enough credit for of how they handle those situations because how you answer that question determines of how that child's going to get treated by his or her parent after that moment. It's funny because you can do, yeah. you can break, if you break a parent's heart thinking that 
my son's not going to be in the NHL or my son doesn't have this or this or that. You, you cripple the, the encouragement and everything else that you could be giving to that child that could potentially give them into a level of sport that they could be professional in it. But when you get that little first momentum from a coach or something like, Hey, you know, do you think my daughter could play this, whatever premier soccer, this and that. And when you tell them that you say, you know what? I think she's got a little bit of more work to do. We can, if, if that's something that she really wants to work toward, is this something that she really wants to work towards? Mm. That's what I always ask is, what does the kid want? That's the right answer. Right? That's, but yeah, I was going to ask you, how do you handle that question with a parent? Because I know that maybe in sport ball, you don't get it very much, but I'm, su- right. I'm sure you still get it because there's still parents out there probably looking at what am I ki- what, what's my kid going to specialize in? Is it going to be basketball? Is it going to be hockey? Is it going to be soccer? Is it going to be badminton? Is it going to be tennis? Is it gonna be, what is it going to be? And then yeah. they want to laser focus that kid, right? Which I think is wrong. I, I think that you should have kids playing as many sports as they can for as I long agree. as they can. I think it's for – Look for, at Dustin Johnson. Right? Great example. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think I answered the same way you do. And I, I think the biggest thing for me is my goal for kids is just for them to have fun because and, and get better and see self-improvement because that's when sports are more fun is when you get better at them. But mm-hmm. in the end um, – I don't know. I have a hard time with that question too, because I just don't care. That sounds horrible, but like, cause I was a really competitive yeah. athlete. Like I got a full scholarship to play, you know, a couple of different sports. And I, uh, uh, so I, I appreciate competitive sport, but where sport didn't, where I got worse was when I stopped having fun. Like when I got to the U of A and I started playing and there's all these expectations on me because of you know who my dad was and, you know, I had a full ride and all that stuff. My coaches, I just did not have a great – and I wasn't strong enough mentally to take that, which is my fault too for not being mentally tough. But my coaches um, just ruined the game, and that's when it didn't become fun, and I became a worse football player. And yeah, for sure. And so I, I always encourage – like, so you're right. With sport ball, you don't get it a lot because they're three and they're four, but you do get it from time to time. But I also coach NBC camps, which is a, a basketball camp for older kids, and you'll get that a lot there. And I, th- I think the answer, what you said is exactly right. Like, what does your kid, what does your child want? The biggest thing is to make sure that they're having fun. And if they have fun, then they're going to want to keep playing. Like uh, my, my uh, brother-in-law, my wife's sister's husband, his nephew will probably be the number one or number two draft pick in the NHL next year. Like his name is uh, uh, Dylan, uh, I can't remember his last name, but he's, he's the leading scorer in the WHL right now. And Dylan Ratchuk? Uh, damn it. Not Bradshaw. It's uh, he's no Radchuk. Or not Radchuk. It's um, heck is Dylan's last name? Dylan. Uh, he plays for the Oil Kings, and um, he's their he's their top scorer. He's only seventeen. I thought it was Dylan Radchuk, but I could be completely wrong. It's Dylan. As soon as I hear it, I'll know it. It's a it's a European last name. Dylan keeps no. Dylan keeps. Uh, it's I'll look it up for you after. But he's a he's a stud. Like he is an unbelievable That's, hockey player. Oh, good for him. And, and he loves it. He's he happy. Yeah, you nailed it. He just and I asked Aaron. I'm like, did they ever have to like ask? And he's like, no. Nah, he just be in the basement shooting pucks for hours. He just loved to do it. He's what in the truck waiting for dad to get his coffee. And he's ready for practice at five. Bingo. And is and and you know sometimes you have to push your kids right. Like sometimes they want to stay home and they want to play video games sure. or whatever. But for the most part, they're gonna want to go play. They're gonna want to get out there and. And do it. You got his name? I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. It's I think it's Gunther. Gunther, yeah, that's him. Dylan Gunther. Yeah. That's that's his. Uh, Gunther. 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 That's Gunther. a great German name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and actually, he's actually 
he's half Indian, like East Indian, uh, and half European, I think, or something like that. It's like a mix oh. in there. So he's he's a he's a real nice young man too, and uh, the whole family is just a great family. I, I, it's rare. Ranked number one, ranked number one. Yeah, he's a stud. He's ranked. Yeah, oh, he's a sniper, man. I mean, the Oilers could use him because he can put the puck in the back of the net. But he's, um, yeah, but they, he scores goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you look at the Oil Kings website, he's the he is their uh, player on on the website mm-hmm. for their face oh. of their team. Yeah, I, I mean, if, he's good. He's, he's got a high sports IQ. He's got a ter- like a terrifying shot, and yes, he scores goals. Absolutely, we could. He's got a I mean think, stare. I this think picture we could is scary. Trade him. I think if we traded McDavid right now, Shut up. and poured everything <laughs> into this kid yeah. on <laughs> leadership skills. <laughs> I think we could have an animal here. I think McDavid is the greatest player to ever lace up skates. You know what's crazy is my dad actually used to party is, with Wayne Gretzky. So he's really biased because he loves and, and, Wayne Gretzky. I hear. Man. My dad did the same thing too. He would go to his house. Wayne yeah. Gretzky threw great parties. Totally. And, and – yeah. Totally, but my I asked my he even shared a lot. It's funny because he shared a locker with Wayne Gretzky for two weeks because the Canadian national team used the Eskimos locker room for two weeks. Oh, cool! Yeah, and I'm like, so he like sat across from Wayne the whole time, and I'm like, did you get his autograph? And my dad was like, I just won my fifth Grey Cup. I wasn't going to get somebody else's autograph. I was like, okay, shit, yeah, someone he yeah. wanted my autograph. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a cool flex. That's a cool flex. You know, he's actually funny because he said Maurice Richard was in the locker room too. And Maurice, oh wow! And he's like Maurice Richard would warm up on the bike, smoking a cigar at the same time as yeah. his warm <laughs> The eighties, totally different world. Oh, but you know, I asked my dad. I said, "Who's better, Wayne Gretzky?" And he's like, "It's not close." He's like, "Connor McDavid is so much better than Wayne Gretzky. It's not even, For it's sure. not even a thing." But I mean, is he as great as Wayne Gretzky? Of course not. Like Wayne Gretzky's records, they're not human. No, but they're not. McDavid, but, but it was a different time, different goalies, different Gretzky, conditioning, yeah, Gretzky different everything. Hit. Yeah, McDavid no. does. Well, David McDavid could never hit anyone in his entire life, and he'd still be the greatest player of all time. Like he's so mm-hmm. much better than everybody else; it's terrifying. And he's mm-hmm. like, and people are like, "Well, why aren't the Oilers winning then?" I'm like, "Because it's mm-hmm. one guy. It's one guy. It's not like basketball yeah. where he gets to be on the court. You know, he's twenty percent of the team basically. Like LeBron can be on the court the whole game, and he gets to play. You know, he's basically forty percent. Like he can be on the whole game, and he's he's twenty percent of the team. He's one of five guys, so it's a huge difference. Whereas McDavid could only be on the ice, you know, at most a third of the game, and twenty five minutes. Yeah, and he can't just go and like take over the game. He can only do so much. That's why hockey is such a beautiful game. It's like soccer. I hope like, he has like a Kobe moment. I hope he has like a Kobe moment yeah, in his career, I and I think it's going to be like next year, maybe the year after, where all of a sudden his his leadership kicks in. Yeah. He's not there yet. He's not influential yet with the boys. I th- well, I feel that just as a as a fan, as a diehard fucking fan, I don't feel he's influential enough in that locker room. But he's going to have a Kobe moment. And what I mean by Kobe moment is Kobe was hated by his team for years because he was just he was so much better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. He was this rock star kid. He had every endorsement straight out of high school. So much fucking money. Yeah. He's just making so much money. He was, everyone's looking at him like, oh my god, you're a god, right? But he didn't have that respect till what? It was like maybe eighth, ninth year in the yeah. Yeah. NBA. And he had, man, he had a career. Like Kobe totally. had a career. I mean, David's once he too, hit though, right? that, Once he hit that level of leadership, all of a sudden he got more jewelry. Yeah. It just, it just, 
It just no, happened. Like point. it just fair point. having it having Shaq having Shaq didn't hurt either. That was a that was a nice yeah. having the greatest. I I actually think Shaq, and this is going to sound really controversial. I think after Michael oh. Jordan, I don't know if I would take somebody over Shaq. And that sounds crazy because I know Co- Carl Malone. No, Shaq. Yeah, Carl <laughs> Malone. He didn't even win a ring. Every basketball oh, this move is I have, every basketball move I have as a short white kid from Halix, <laughs> Alberta. Was learned from Carl Malone because I played I played point guard, but I played point guard like a Stockton. I was just a little feisty, little fiery shithead. But if I ever got down low with a center or something like that, they never scared me because I just like ah, uh, just little Carl Malone shit and just have good. a move around. Loved it. I love it. He the was a big man. man with grace, and he could shoot the basketball into the net like it went like when he threw it in the air it went like went up and then it went into the net and fucking i couldn't fucking that do that i swear to god he couldn't do that in. if it if, no, Shaq, if, if didn't, his, Shaq didn't have to do that he didn't have to shoot you could he just did this oh he didn't have to do that he had to turn his head hit the brim and go oh hey man yeah, yeah, all you need is twist oh. his wrist a little bit in the ball Shaq. now now my stepdad is going to be like fucking lighting up my phone what the fuck <laughs> I can hear you from Mill Woods talking about my boy. <laughs> no, I, the reason I think Shaq is because he changed the game. And he was seven foot yeah. two, what was he, like three something, 350. And he was so Easily, damn yeah. athletic. Like just so Absolutely. athletic. And he never got hurt till later in his career. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you play that hard, that mean, that physical, get hacked as much as he did for 17 years and almost never get injured? Like that is because he wasn't a bitch. No, he wasn't exactly. He was the he one. was an Italian. Oh, ooh, whoa, sorry. you whoa. Whoa. Itali- whoa. hey Italians, whoa. Whoa. Rocky. Italian Rocky. Italians Rocky. are are honestly <laughs> not bitches. Italians are tough motherfuckers. Unless they're playing soccer. Oh, soccer. Unless they're playing soccer, they play they play the role tough. That's right. And sometimes you got to sell that shit, and you got to sell it tough. <laughs> that's, and that's tough. That's a tough thing to do. We want a World Cup like it. that. <laughs> You may have you may have just walked by me seven feet from me and but you broke my ankle. And that is a hard <laughs> thing to do to yeah. sell. And it's it takes toughness in your heart because you know, you know at the end of the day, you're gonna be laughed at and see it that on Sportsnet. <laughs> That's true. But but I got the rest attention and I did it for my team. That's toughness. That's don't tell me that's not mental, toughness. That's mental, mental that is toughness. Also pride. Oh my gosh. That's <laughs> you would never see level. the Germans do that ever. No, I love I love the way the Germans play soccer. Honestly, they're so freaking good and so tough. And they're right. they're there's, incredible. There's my people. Yeah, Germans are, my people. Their soccer program is unbelievable. They're so, 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 so good. But yeah. Yugoslavia, where I learned, like, so my family is Yugoslavia. Well, former Yugoslavian, right? Yeah. Yugoslavia was huge. Huge in the 80s and 90s. Really? In soccer. I didn't know that. We were very, very, very dominant. Very dominant country. Who's your favorite never, player? Never won the World Cup. My favorite player, like, growing up was probably... Hmm. Good question. Thank you. Man, that's a really good question. Oh, man, if I had to think... Ronaldo, which one? The Brazilian one or the yeah the yeah the Spanish or the 
Or Port, not Port, Puerto Rican? What's the other Ronaldo's all about? It's Puerto Rican. Uh, yeah, Chris, don't ask Cristiano me. or Cristiano, Cristiano is um, Cristiano is um, isn't he? Portuguese. Yes, he's Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's just got too much going for him. He's way too good looking and has way too much money and is way too good at soccer. Oh, but he's but he's a fantastic. He's, Did you see his statue? They revealed player. what it revealed the statue this year? Was it this year? No, the, the, oh, they made a statue of the really bad one or the good one. Uh, I I didn't. I didn't like it. The the bad one. It looked bad. Well, that was a I don't even know ago. any of these statues. That was a while. Just, you guys are just Google Cristiano Ronaldo butchered statue, and you'll laugh. Your you'll laugh real hard. It's so really bad. wow. Yeah, it's his teeth are all weird. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he got hit in the face with a frying pan. It's pretty bad. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. No, I saw the picture of the new one too, which does look better. Like it actually kind of looks like him, and he's smiling at it. Nice, but um. I like Zlatan, but, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And I'm not saying I'm oh not saying he's the, I'm not saying he's the best player ever, but just his. But if you ask him, he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I like him. He's so, so funny. He's okay, so I got a question for both guys. When when did you guys start following soccer? Because for me, I I played a little soccer. I'm an asthmatic kid. I grew up. I'm like shouldn't have been playing on the grass. <laughs> I, I love soccer. My mom was very protective of me. You shouldn't do this. Shouldn't do that. I wanted to play anyways, and who cares about my my asthma? You could take me to the hospital, but anyways. But after a while, I was like, okay, this two years, I can't do more of it. Um, I enjoyed it, but after that, I stopped caring. But I'm also Canadian, so I was also trained not to like soccer, right? Like, yeah, like, sure. to follow. If you play on, it, I got picked on a lot at school. Being you a, can play it, true. but you're not allowed to follow it. Yeah. You can play it, but don't <sighs> tell me that you watched. It. I never followed. We're, soccer. That's changing. Yeah. I didn't. I yeah, still don't follow soccer. I know stuff about soccer just because yeah. I like the sports so much. Um, I mm-hmm. actually don't watch a lot of sports. I watch very few sports. I only watch mm-hmm. um, like I watch football just because I like I like the strategy behind the game of football. So I'll watch the highlights of football games and then I'll watch the playoffs. I will only watch Connor McDavid play hockey. That is it. I won't watch any more hockey just because he's just you can't not watch him. He's amazing. You gotta watch. Yeah, that. and basketball, I refuse to watch. I hate watching NBA basketball right now. There is no defense because the defense doesn't exist anymore. It's just basically, no, I know, it's basically I know. an all star game. I'll, I hear you. I'd rather watch college ball. Oh, college ball is amazing. College ball is the yeah. real deal. That's where I will watch that. Like that, the 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 final four this year was so cool. And I'm a huge um, Zags fan, but it's uh, it's hmm. uh, it's all sad when they lost. They got their butts kicked, but they they um. They're they're awesome, but yeah, NBA basketball. It's just too much whining. It's too much diving. It's too much. It's not tough. Like when you watch when Michael Jordan played, and he'd go up and seventeen guys. Yeah. That's you know what's funny is when you mentioned the Kobe moment. I was actually thinking of Michael Jordan because if you yeah. think I was actually talking to my my good friend Tad, who's like my sport ball's main guy. He's the greatest mm-hmm. greatest children's educator I've ever met in my life, and uh, he's a huge Oilers fan. And he's like, ah, Connor McDavid, it's a bad year. And I'm like, you know what? Michael Jordan didn't win a championship until his like, I can't remember if it's his seventh or eighth year. And what happened was yep. he just got beat up by the Detroit Pistons, yep. like just hacked and smacked. But and they, but they were back then, like they were the toughest. They were brutal. and they were mean and cheap. They were they were a team of Italians. Yeah. they were like they were just <laughs> fucking ruthless. Italians, yeah, absolutely, with uh, really good tans. The Italian yeah. spirit showing through. And then, and then it's so funny. It's so funny because what's his face? Rodman came over and then oh. played right because uh, he was on Detroit for a while. And yeah, then, but, uh, but he was he was way up Pippen's ass all the time. And Jordan, they knew of him. They they knew that he was. Oh, he was, was a great the, addition the, to the team. Yeah, and the sure. crazy totally. thing about it is He's that amazing. Pippen, or not Pippen, but 
Pippen was amazing. Pippen, in my opinion, as a basketball, like, like as a high school basketball player, was one of the best basketball players of all, 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 really? all time. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, I, I think Scottie Pippen was the most underrated, greatest. Well, he was playing uh, with Jordan. It's like it, I feel oh, that way with. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that that, that might happen with uh, Drysaddle. He's yeah. such a great player, but he's playing next to See, to. And uh, the verdict on Drysaddle, I'm worried about that. Me is and Pippen, but Pippen didn't have the work ethic. Like fucking then back in the day, like biographies say that like Jordan like tried to push Pippen. Yeah, Pippen really relaxed. Pippen, Pippen was a pretty chill guy. Like, okay. not really. Like, Jordan Price was one of those tougher. guys was sweating at, you know, 5.30 in the morning, had his own camps at his house, he almost, brought players in. He almost had, like, something wrong with him. Like, Michael Jordan was so competitive yeah. to a fault. and But it also was why he was... Always trying to prove something. Yeah. Like, I, I've heard stories about people that, like, have met Michael Jordan. And, like, I know a guy that... I, I talked to a guy that, like, literally went to Michael Jordan's house and played, like, pickup ball with Michael Jordan. And, like, all the stories are exactly what you hear. He's just that competitive and he's that whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, what I was going to say is he, he got beat up, but then he hit the gym. And he said, screw mm-hmm. this. I'm going to stop being the person that gets beat up and I'm going to turn into the, to the bully. And if yeah. you notice, after that sixth, seventh year, he would not take anything from anybody. He was dunking yeah. on people after they would foul him, and then he'd stare in their face and be like, that's right, I'm here to yeah. stay. And then he would get into fights. He was like, screw this. Yeah. I'm not losing because people will just bully me. And I think that's what McDavid needs in the playoffs. Jordan, did, Jordan taught Kobe how to do that. Too. 100%. And Kobe is the first person yeah. to admit that, is that like yeah. I learned my toughness from Michael Jordan. And that's why when people comp- compare LeBron and Michael, I'm like, it's not close in my mind. Like, no. I mean, LeBron is talented. I say that all the time. People are like, oh, he's the greatest. He LeBron's the greatest. I'm like, he's not. Michael he's Jordan would so eat him for breakfast. He would. Oh, it would, it totally. would be close. He, I think someone was like, did you see that quote that Michael – somebody asked Michael Jordan, would you guys beat the Lakers, like with the with the, with the the like that Bulls team from whatever year that they had the record, would they beat the Lakers? And he said, nah. He's like – but it's also because we're all 60 right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice answer. That's well put. Yeah, it was awesome. And and you know what? I that It depends on which NBA you're playing in. Like if you're playing in today's NBA where if you breathe on somebody, it's a foul. Yeah, yeah. like maybe they'd struggle because they were so physical. But back then with those rules, oh, my gosh. they would. It was a, it was a better game back then. It was. Hey, and I, know, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Do you know who's the king of our show? I got to mention it's time for some sponsor shout outs. Fire away. Johnson's Wood Floors. Did I say that right, Scott? Did, did I get it right? Johnson's Wood Floors, yep. Johnson's Wood Floors. Got it right. Laying down the hardwood. <laughs> is that their is that their actual logo? No, but I just think? I just made it up. I say I say we get them to adopt it. Laying I down think, the hard- You know what? When you're laying wood all day, you should just be the king of wood. You should be laying down when you're <laughs> laying the wood. You should be the king of the hardest wood. There like, if you've got a hard wood and you know how to lay it down, just you lay that wood. thing down. You're talking about Italian again or what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah. I'm sure um, John, Chris from Johnson's Wood Floor is Italian, uh, as we know it. But yeah, if you need any hardwood floor or any flooring installations, contact uh, Johnson's Hardwood Floors. You can find them on Facebook. Uh, and the other, one of our favorites, one of our go tos is Kailani Sports. Now, you go check them out. And the best way to check them out is through our website, Two Dads Against the World. Go to Dad's Minds, click on the link, pick your favorite cooler of the summer. I was just seeing a few of them just the other day. I'm probably going to get the 15 can 
bucket. I think that's what I'm going to go for. Okay. Yeah, because it's easy to carry to the beach, easy to move where I want to do. It lasts all day. It's rugged like you wouldn't believe. And as people should know, if you go through our website, you get 10% off your purchase. After you select your favorite cooler, you'll get 10% off. Just need to add two dads, ATW. So two dads, ATW, it's the number two, and you'll get 10% off your purchase. Thank you for Kalani Sports and Johnson's Wood Floor. Back to the show. Well done. Well done. Anyways. Yeah, anyways. There you we know go what? Here. Honestly, I had to take a second there and be like, fuck, Eldon. That was like pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Like that sounded Thank legit. You. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Like um, I'm pretty sure we're probably going to get a call from both our sponsors on Monday you, and be like, dude, you that, was, spot? that was fucking great. Yeah. Like could we'll, you do that all the time? You, Tell we'll, Nimic. Tell we'll, Scotty to we'll, shut the fuck up. Just yeah, do your we'll, thing. We'll pay you a hundred grand to voice our commercials. Wow. And then we can just yeah, that thing that's the deal that we would we would And land. then Please I'm gonna stop selling that fucking shrimp out of the van. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fuck <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though, last month was a pretty good month. I sold a lot of shrimp. Oh that's shrimp. what you actually do. Oh I thought you were making fun no, of No, 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 oh, he does. Oh, I was like, jeez. No, no. Do you see beside his mic there? There's this other red thing. It's hard to see. That's fucking ancient. The only that's, reason why that's I a relic. that it's a relic. The only you reason why I have that tricone roller cone there is because that bit is was manufactured the same year I was born. So that okay, bit, bring it close. Can you? Re- is it? It's heavy as you wouldn't. Believe. It's a heavy, and I'm half drunk. So I'm <laughs> fucking lifting that shit. Yeah, don't do that. Anyways, don't. I'm gonna lift this, and I gotta pee because I drink a lot of beers. So. Oh, that's fair. Uh, he's gonna do it, people. He's doing. He's going for it. We'll look for the. For the oh, key spot after oh, oh, maximum effort, maximum effort, Deadpool, nice. That's what. Oh, man. <laughs> that's what that's what Scotty sells in the back of his truck. Oh, nice. That's not shrimp work. That is real work, people. No kidding. That's how Scott has wrecked his back. Well, probably laying the hardwood floors too. Yeah. So oh. that'll do it. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> what What is that? Is that good? That was. That is a. What that's, is that? Tell us. Oh man! What's it for? That's, that's series of that series of security bit. I don't even know the nomenclature on it. What it was actually called, but it was what, what, is, what does it do? It's a, a nomenclature is a, a description of things, right? Like a, a Bauer TX two forty is a type of hockey stick. So or whatever that might not even be a type of hockey stick. I don't fucking know anything about hockey. You should not even. You should um, know Connor McDavid is. That's it. So anyway, so that that's just a, a, a tricone. It's a roller cone. So it uses three cutting structures, three bearing loaded cutting structures to dig into earth. So cool. all of that dirty oil and stuff like that that gets pumped in, you know, it, fills up that responsible fills for up, computers. Yeah. So anyway, so those are the type of drill bits that back in the day would drill holes and stuff like that. And that's cool. Yep. Real yeah, that big was manufactured in 1982. Very manly. Mm, yeah, not really. No, <laughs> not really. I know. I, One time I, I painted it me. the wrong color. That's not the color that that bit would have come in. But because well, I really been. like red, yeah. Yeah, You're a Flames fan at heart, I know. I hear you. I feel not you. really. It's just like I, I've watched a little bit too much American Psycho. So when I kill people in my garage, <laughs> all of the blood actually just kind of blends into things. I don't need actually to vinyl wrap anything. I feel like Dexter, Very Dexter good. should have done that, right? Like maybe Dexter should have done that. Everything like red. Just, 
proper planning. Yeah. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. I think that's my best advice I give for anyone in life is plan ahead. <laughs> if you're going to kill someone, really think it through. Plan advice, ahead. advice for future serial killers. That's awesome. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. Yeah. No, for sure. Hey, you hey, again, everyone's need, got their gifts and don't fucking knock people. If, they got if you need a coaching <laughs> segment of disturbing things to teach kids, Call us up. We can teach him how to, you know, <laughs> teach him how to run over people, rake, yeah. and then kill them in your garage later. Yeah, and get with, rid of the evidence. With paint your walls, kids. Give me that two seconds, because literally I have to piss after I just left that lifted that thing. Okay, okay, we'll talk while you're. We'll talk. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll you hold guys, down the fort. You guys hold down the fort. Okay, I made him. I, I apologize, people. We're gonna lose Scott here for like a quick minute. That's my fault. I asked him to do the heavy labor, knowing he was bladder was full. So, anyways. No, so yeah, it's now you know a little bit more about Scott and what he does in his free time when he's not doing everything else. Not doing soccer. AKA, that's how he makes money. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. That's fixing the Wi-Fi for his family. Um, what else? How many kids does Scott have? His two girls, just like well, I have three girls now. Right. So yeah, his girls, um, they are get me. I think they're grade four and grade one or kindergarten, right around that age. Nice. I should know this. I really should know this. Forgive me, Scott and Michelle. That's awesome. Um, you guys have the opposite of me. I have three boys, so it's sweet. I balance you out. Thank goodness. Right? <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> no, I get it. There's a lot of frozen in our lives. Yeah. Like there's, we, you know, there's uh, someone happening in our day and frozen songs pop in our heads because that's all my youngest one loves right now. Uh-huh. She is. She's a year and a little bit. She's, she's 13, 14 months old now. Just, just almost right, and she can't get enough of Frozen. She, she finds the Frozen dolls and she goes. She pretends to sing. That's all she does. Really? Wow. So you must be loving that. Quite- you got, you got many more years of that to come too. Well, as you know, um, you know, Bridget is my middle child. Mm-hmm. She's now the princess for us. University. She's one of your princess She's one of our uh, princesses. Uh, volunteers. That's right. oh, I saw that. She's Rapunzel. She well, she she's done a few. Done a few. How come Rapunzel she never the- came to the girls' birthday things? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It's okay. I I appreciate it. Anna and Elsa came to our house too. They were from you guys as well. And were they? Were they really? Anna and Elsa. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't. So Stacy doesn't actually do. The only birthday party. T- party she'll do is if it's a sick kid. So if it's like a, we only, cause like we're purely, well, who's on it and Elsa? Well, there's maybe. more, there's a ton of princessing companies no, in the, in the city oh. that do like for profit stuff. We're, we're completely just volunteer. So we have like 60 people that volunteer. Oh. And if you're not, if you're not a kid that's sick, we don't go. That's kind of our only MO is it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that website, so you guys are actually good people. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a front. We uh, let's, yeah, front. let's get this. Let's get this on air. Let's get this straight. So, what's that website? So, we're, so we're, I don't think it, I don't know. Tell, I don't know, Stacy. Do you guys have a website? Uh, I, you just Google positively yes. princess. To is your wife? Is your wife in the same room as you mm-hmm. right now? She's over there. This is my dining room. My wife designed our dining room to look like Harry Potter. Harry show, Potter. Show around a little bit. This so every one of our rooms. Wow. Plan. My wife is a. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know. I was I was thinking you're Italian. That's probably a pizzeria back there. Like, <laughs> posters. Check those posters oh, out. Oh my god! Oh, holy yeah. cow! We have Hedwig over here, and then we have like this is one of those oh, uh, the screaming goodness the things that scream. I can't remember what they're called. Oh my the god! Pod. Oh my god! 
right? You guys are Harry Potter nerds too. Massively. Well, it. every one of our rooms has a theme. Like her, you should see the princess room upstairs where the princesses go change and stuff. It's unbelievable. And then she, uh, she made this wow. table. Like she, this was an old table. Yeah. And then she made this part and she turned her old table into a lazy Susan. Although it's really heavy. It's, oh it's really God. heavy. So it's hard to move, but yeah, it's a lazy Susan in the middle, which is kind of cool. So I love yeah, Stacy. Yeah, we, we might have to get Stacy on for another episode for. So Stacy should does. do a show about that stuff because I think that's really cool. She's she's super, I think that's really super cool. talented. Like she. Um, so you married up too? I'm assuming up. it's then, not even. Right? We, like all you're, did. Hey, we all did. Hey, honestly, up. I think you're fucking. I think you're fucking. Thank dude. you. Let's just but I'm not that. even close to my wife. But yeah. <laughs> I think you married up a little well, bit. Well, it's too. like it's funny because she's she she's she looks like a princess, but then she's the one that like if the doors break or something breaks in our house she'll let me try first and she'll be like okay when you can't figure it out i'll come fix it and i'm like okay thanks for at least letting me try to feel like a man and then she because she's better at that stuff than i am she she'll fix the stuff when it breaks down and she understands God. it she's she's um does she coach does she coach other wives no. <laughs> she used to she is it possible she could do a wife training exercise <laughs> volunteer <laughs> Can, can we do a supplemental like, right? like right, we yeah. could like maybe fill a church and she could go in and be like so All right ladies listen up <laughs> first let him get the screwdriver because right. at yeah. least he might actually grab the one that you need that's exactly yeah. it. and then when he doesn't know how to fix it just step in and be like just take a break go have a beer sit down and then i'll yeah, do it that's you've nailed our marriage that's exactly how it's worked right from the start. And it's funny because like she's a total uh, oxymoron. Like she's a paradox because she's like I said, she's like she princesses. She's she was she's Cinderella. She's all of those things. She actually makes all of the dresses too. We get them donated by people, like old grad dresses. And actually, how positively princess started is a, a friend of mine's um, daughter was in the stallery for cancer, and um, yes, it is. It was Ken. It was yeah. Oh, oh that's okay. Well, this is one of the ways it started. She. God damn! I messed up the story. Yeah, yeah, I messed up yeah, the story. Hard no, ass, Luke. Careful. <laughs> Just hey, hey, listen. Hey, <laughs> you're in the middle of the show, but I don't care. Do it right. Well, one of the events that kind of took it off. You tell him how it happened. That's right. Okay, how it happened. <laughs> I feel like you just heard the conversation. That's really well done. She, um, so she took her old wedding dress, and or she took her wedding dress, and she's like, I'm never going to wear this again. And so she dyed it blue, and, ter- and she designed it to look like Cinderella's dress. And then she went and visited um, a bunch of kids in the stallery with her sister, Steph. And Steph was um, Snow White, I believe. Uh, and they went and visited. And then after that, the stallery was like, can you guys please come back and do this again? And then it just blew up. And it was just like, it's crazy how many requests, like when, you know, obviously when we're allowed to do in-person visits that we get within even a week and, um, our volunteers, it's like a hundred percent volunteer. Nobody gets paid. We don't get paid. It's just one of those things where they just donate their time and it's, it's pretty cool. Like they do a lot of really good things for kids that really need it. And, uh, and like I said, her and her sister, uh, have huge hearts and, uh, they do some pretty, pretty, um, cool events. So, but yeah, and like all the dresses, she, like they make them from scratch and they, it's, it's remarkable. She's probably has like 60, 60 Rapun- like dresses between Rapunzel and Cinderella and Snow White and stuff like that. So it's, it's funny because uh, website... so my daughter, but that's amazing that your wife actually made. Yeah. Uh, it's she's have a tutorial on that. Here's the website yeah. guys. It's positively princess.com. Is that it? I don't even know. That's, I should, I should know this stuff, but princess with just a D no ED just princess. Yeah. It's funny. Cause that's I'll, I'll wake up on a Saturday morning 
and I, you know, I wake up and I'll get up and like, no joke, like Rapunzel, Cinderella, Spider-Man and Captain America will all be walking out of my house to go do an event. And that's just a normal morning at the Lavarado house. You're like, oh, okay. I'm, you the I'm, Avenger Central, I'm, your Avengers compound. I'm in Disneyland. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's a lot of flow. And they, like I said, our, our volunteers are the best, the best. So it's pretty cool. I, so on this website, you probably haven't seen it because you're a busy guy. But it has a bunch of the different characters that have been played by the different volunteers. And in the bottom, there's, I know, uh, Scott mentioned my daughter's in there. But your wife's, I think, Captain America on that picture. She's Captain too. Marvel. It's Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain America is a dude. Stacy, don't. Sorry, Stacy. She's going to literally yeah. come gonna over chill. and kick the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, do the whole flame fucking Just through your right through fucking the heart. heart. It, might Dang be Dexter 2.0, but you better be careful. One job, and one, one job. job. <laughs> yeah, she's she's the Captain Marvel on there. I think she's the Cinderella on there as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's. I definitely when you see that website, you'll see I married way up. So it's and then she's an athlete. Well, good like, for she's her. an athlete too. She used to be able to dunk a tennis ball on a ten foot rim, and she's only five foot nine. Like you ever heard of? I've never even I've never heard of a guy or girl do that at five foot nine. Like that's crazy. I, I've seen it. That's impressive. Was it Stacy? Was it, it Stacy? Yeah. It no, 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 it wasn't Stacy. <laughs> it was a guy that was a senior on uh, in my grade ten. So, like, yeah, my high school. They won provincials, I think, two years in a row. And then when we came seniors, we blew it. Done. Yeah. We were the fucking jackoffs that just were like short half pints that just couldn't mm. get it done. But. Mm. But anyway, um, Genetics. Can't yeah, help it. Can't he golf. played for a U of A. Um, I don't know how, how he did in his career there. What was his last name? Vandenberg? Something Vandenberg. Anyway, amazing basketball player. There was one time I watched him. I watched him throw 43 points in, in 12 Ew, minutes. That's quick. And that's how, sick, many, man. how many no, minutes? Like 12 minutes, like 12, 14 wow. minutes. It was, it was, it was ridiculous. Efficient. I mean, the guy could shoot a three – like I've never seen before. He was, he was just a freak athlete. He was a farm kid mm. and he was probably about five, eight, five, nine shorter. Like he was much, much shorter than me, but uh very, very well built. Scott's five eleven. stream outlet. Yeah, I used to be six foot, but then I quit. Then I started you smoking. Got, you got working. Smoking yeah. shrinks you. I didn't know that. That's good to know. Well, oh yeah. Just back, just doing what injuries. I have done for a living for it shrinks. Really? You. But, uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> lift those things all day long. <laughs> just you just go to the ground with it eventually. But yeah, I remember that guy. He was just crazy athletic. Could dunk. He was like five eight, five nine. We had one of the dunk champions for one A schools who was Mike something, and a very very sad story about him. Um, home game went up to go dunk a ball. Player came up behind him, took out mm. his legs. Uh, brought him through oh, neck, died right gosh. there on the court in front of us Dang. um Ooh. and and probably Friedman. like it it hurt me because i remember being in grade nine being this little kid that was like really good on the junior high team and i remember mike was like this just just big tall guy that looked like he was 30 but he was you know graduating high school and would always take time with the younger players. He was just one of those really, really awesome, awesome guys. Yeah, and he broke his neck. Yeah. It, and in the basketball game. Neck. Yeah, he, he died there. Oh, he the died floor. from this. Yeah. Oh, so my it, gosh. 
di- he died on the floor. He died what on the floor. What was his name, Mike? Yeah. Jeez, Mike. that sucked. Wow. And I can't. I, and I'm sorry. It was such a long time ago. I can't remember his uh, last name. But I remember every time. So every time one of us was went up to the boards, and a player like did a did a, kind of a what do we call it? A drive by or run by, and went really close to legs. The whole crowd and everything. Like we had, we had a little school, but like the whole upper stage would be full for any oh, yeah. high school basketball game. Yeah, it was just what's it going was on in that packed. area. It was yeah. packed. Totally. It was the it was a big thing. We were a sports school. Uh, very athletic school. Like we did very well, volleyball, basketball, badminton, all those things. But yeah, anytime someone did a drive-by or something close when someone was just going up for a layup or whatever and tried to pretend like they're going, taking out a guy's leg, it really hit home in that school because, you know, we, we lost a, such a great, great, great man. Jeez, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was terrible. I remember wow. like, Dang. I, I remember being young and I remember the, like I was telling Eldon about this, like last year, there's so many things that like I've blacked out of my childhood just cause this is really therapy uh, session. This is like, yeah. Scott's, um, okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Scott, what else can we, what other demons <laughs> can we take from the boss? Things that have come up here is like, Scott, I haven't thought of that for 20 years. Like I'm sorry, Scott as not the goal here. <laughs> if, if I need to like help chip in and oh get God. you some, help i'll do that but that actually happened to my wife too she went up for a layup and a girl took her knee out and and like she came down and like because the girl took her out when she was jumping and it blew out everything Mm -hmm. like acl pcl mcl like she's gone oh my god and yeah it wasn't good at all did that that other team have the same coach as scott soccer player right (laughs) the italian soccer coach maybe same coach same coach i had the same thing happen to me and luckily i was okay it was an away game, and someone took out my feet when I went up for a layup, and I went and landed on the small of my back, and my back was ever destroyed. Oh, that's the worst because you're you're like you feel weightless, like you're in the air and you're helpless, and you can wait. You're like waiting for yourself oh, to done. hit the ground. Yeah, I actually it's funny because when I used to play at the U of A, we'd have like a lunchtime game, and so if I went up to to dunk mm-hmm. it or whatever, and yes, that's a, a not so subtle flex that I could dunk, and uh, it's uh, I would go up with like my hands and knees like this, and like it, I didn't. I didn't care if you're getting elbowed and knee in the face. If I'm going up, because like when you play with football players, if you're not bleeding, it's not a foul, right? Like, and that's, and yeah. we think that I'm exaggerating, but that's legit true because you're playing with offensive linemen. It's so and true. These are college football players, so they're big boys, and I'm a little skinny, you know, receiver, and I'm like calling these chintzy fouls, and they're like, yeah, you don't call that mm-hmm. here. And so I, I played, yeah. I played basketball against Gizmo really? Williams. That guy was so oh, dirty, so yeah, rough, but the so freak good. Athlete. He done crazy. Yeah, Gizmo's, a, Gizmo's not normal. He was Gizmo was a freak, freak. athlete. I remember. Yeah. I, I remember. I I edged, I edged him on so hard at Lewis Estates Golf Course one time. I was just like, "Hey, Lay. Hey, listen. You got to take a f- picture of me and and my friend here. If I beat you in the next three holes." Let me go. Let me play with you and your boys. If I beat you, because I knew he was a scratch golfer, he was a better golfer than me, handicap wise. Because, like, at that time, I was probably only at a two, and he, I knew he was scratch or at least a plus one or something. And he's like, Come on, man. No, it ain't happening. I'm just, come on. Just playing around. I'm like, No, seriously. Listen, I'm not going to ask you for anything, but if I beat you in the last three holes, okay, I'm here. Like, and he's like, Dude, he's like, I'm, I'm like two under right now. I'm like, yeah, well, you've got obviously more to lose because I'm only sitting about one over. So you got more to lose. Did you beat him? Nice. I did. And he had to take pictures of me and my friend, and he signed my hat for my grandpa. Uh, and yeah, it was a, it was, a, it was a big deal. Cool. That's a really good yeah. story. Hey yeah. guys, 
it's getting late and uh we, we gotta get it's it's that time i hate to we're gonna have to bring you back luke sure really anytime it's been fun um this will be good. Well, next time I'll bring Stacy on for a little bit of segment so she can get her words in <laughs> and tell gotta, us. Tell I us, think this would be actually. You don't want to if you, if you hear back. the story about how we met. When we tell that, that's pretty funny because. Okay, we'll get yeah, you guys back on sometime in the future. It's, uh, it's very embarrassing for me. So, so but okay, before uh, we go I though, leave a, that. That's we, crazy. No, I want to hear that. We'll have we'll have to hear from Stacy. Get her. But get both I don't, Luke I and still got, I still got six years. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't got time for that. You know what time is? People are starting to tune us out at this point. But let's let's finish out. Let's wrap up this well. At the end of the day, this podcast is about you. It's about you. And me. And you. And you. <laughs> you, me, and you. But here's – so you, on that note – You, yeah. me, and you. What's that, what movie um, is that from? Is that from a movie? You and me and you. Which should be yeah, if it I isn't. Feel like that's you know what? It, I think it's a great line. Ooh, I'm going to patent that. We have a couple. We have a couple of sticky notes. At least I do from different things that we have to patent. <laughs> we have to say. Anyways, um, we actually have a couple. But anyways, no. The question I got for you, mm. Luke. So I'm a parent. Uh, I have kids that want to uh, get involved with sport ball. What's the best way for them to uh, sign up for the summer? What's going on with the summer? I know it's COVID's kind of been crazy, yeah. but what what do parents do to get their kids involved with sport ball? Yeah, you guys going to be able to open up June fifteenth. Yeah, well, we're opening up. Is program going? We're gonna, we're doing some like because you can go for like the eight twos. And yeah, stuff. it's crazy. What we're we're gonna try to just open up and literally, there's co- classes where we only have sixteen. We have sixteen people and we have four coaches for that because we we're gonna split them into into four groups of four just to follow the rules, yeah. right? And so mm-hmm. once it opens up, uh, you know, I'm obviously praying it does. Uh, we have a million camps lined up for this summer, which is amazing. Like we probably have nine, eight, nine, some weeks, 10 camps a week running, which is awesome. And they're all through our partners, like town of Beaumont, Strathcona County. Uh, we have a couple private ones through us. Like we have a couple golf camps running at countryside, which I'm super excited. I love running golf camps. And then, um, so you just head to our website. It's the easiest way to go. You just go to www.sportball.ca. You can call us um, at the number on there, email us and we'll answer any questions you have. And like, if you're anywhere in the city, you'll find a sport ball camp anywhere from Beaumont to St. Albert to Spruce Grove. Like we have camps everywhere, uh, which is good. We also have a golf camp. So, so you're teaching. Yeah. I have a, I have a guy that works for me. Like I'm an okay golfer. I'm a pretty good golfer. So I can, I can teach it to little kids and it's no problem. Um, and then another one of my coaches was a carded pro for a while. So he's a really good golfer. And, uh, and so we kind of combo, like I've been running camps since I was 16 years old. Like I worked for the second biggest overnight basketball camp in the world and I've run camps my whole life. So I, I love running summer camps. And so I just took like all the cool things I know about running summer camps and brought it to golf. And he brought all of his golf knowledge to it. And we ran one last year and man, the improvement we saw in the kids in one week I, I, just, I normally you don't see a lot of improvement in a week, right? Because you can only hedge a kid so much in any sport, soccer, basketball, yeah, you can sure. give them the techniques that they need so that they're practicing properly, right? Like the old expression, practice makes perfect. I think that's a lie. It's perfect. Practice makes perfect, right? You got to practice it. Practice Correct. It. So yes, absolutely. But with the golf, you I, honest to God, if you guys would have came and saw like week day one versus day four, it was like unbelievable how much they improved and it's so much fun it was like just a great camp it was easy to run countryside was so accommodating they're like a perfect course to run a camp because they like have an extra hole on the side that they don't use so we just would go use that hole and they have they have three different nines which is great so we could jump 
you know, if we had, if there's no one on the course, they just let us jump on and play uh, with the kids, which was super fun. And yeah, it was really, really fun. So between that and then um, I'm running our basketball camps for NBC camps again this summer, which uh, is a totally different company that's sport ball, but I just, I love running basketball camps. So I do that for them. And actually Stacy and her sister are starting up a new camp this year called Just Imagine. And um, I, I, well, you, for the musical kids? Yeah, so Eldon knows this because him and I work closely together my, at uh, SCA and through SPAC. But Stacy and I uh, – My kids are musical Yeah, freaks. we run the um, – well, Stacey, I, I'm, I'm probably going to step away from it just because with COVID I need to start making money again because it's basically been a year of not making money. So Stacy though, is going to continue to run uh, the musical theater program at SCA. And the musical theater program there, because I used to be a dance teacher, believe it or not. Crazy story. My mom was the um, head coach of the Eskimos cheerleaders while my dad played for the Eskimos. So my mom's a professional dancer. There's a story there we'll get to next time. So so just imagine. Why can't this show be two hours? Like, what's stopping (laughs) us right now? Like, honestly, what is stopping us? It's algorithm and attention spans. So just. I, I think I borderline have that. I won't lie to you. Uh, so just imagine is going to be a camp for the arts. So basically kids will come and they'll learn to dance. They'll learn to sing. They're going to learn how to act. They're going to learn how to make props because Stacy's biggest gift is that she's very good at creating like the musical theater program for SCA. She does the costumes. She does the prop design. She does the stage design. And so she's going to teach the kids all these things. Plus my main uh, coach, Tad, he's a, an unbelievable comic book artist. So they'll come and every day they're going to experience a different part of the arts within the camp. Um, we're running it out of uh, Bethel Lutheran Church, who's been amazing. Like this church just came to us and like, hey, if you need to use our church this summer, you just use it wherever you need it. And I, I didn't even know the people before like three weeks ago. Apparently they have like a kids program there that's like through, they reach kids at this church, church through arts and through sport. And I'm just like, wow. Is that the one by center? Yeah. They have that's a football the- field in the back yeah. of their church. I'm like, Holy yeah, and, they, yeah. And, the, and the pastor's there, and this is it. Like, and I love SPAC too, of course, because Eldon's a pastor there, and I love and obviously. And, I'm not a pastor, know, but you work there, and you're you're work there, you're, yeah, and you're amazing there. in all ways. But the uh, the past, I just I spent probably three <laughs> hours with one of their pastors just talking one week, and it was just so fun to talk. Like he's one of the coaches at ABJ football, and he's just a good guy, and he loves kids, and he just wants to. So, and that's their whole church is like they love reaching out to kids. So I'm like, hey, if we can run camps there this summer, that'd be great. And they're like, yeah, come come do it. We can we run a yeah. And so I'm just so pumped to to do that. And we're gonna the the camp we're gonna run for just imagine will be at that church because we'll they have like a huge stage too, and they have like all these multi purpose rooms. And oh, I'm so pumped. I oh, Luke, I gotta get my girls involved with this. This is this sounds amazing, yeah. especially the golf thing. Like I would love to have my girls go to we had golf. like. It's probably like 50-50 for girls and guys. Actually, it's probably 30-70 for girls and guys at the golf camp last year. And the best the best player yeah. was a female. She was awesome. This little girl. Uh, it's actually the owner, just uh, the the suitors on the Countryside Golf Course. It's, it's his daughter. And oh, my. Mm-hmm. Scott, if you saw her swing, you would be like, you need to sign her up. Oh, it's she natural. could be a Div 1 yeah. golfer. She is. She was oh, pumping wow. it out like 180 yards, and she's 11, and just crushing like – <laughs> no, like straight wow. and narrow and like just a oh, beautiful wow. swing. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, guys, it's been a – again, I'm cutting it short. Because no, that's okay. Man. That's, I but, probably need to go to bed too. I'm with you. I have a pickleball tournament tomorrow. Pickleball. Yeah, yeah we're, you're going to lose because of this podcast. You're like, Luke, how come – 
You're sluggish today. Well, I'm playing. Well, I had the time I'm of playing, my life. I had the time of my life. No, I'm last playing night 80 year olds with two guys against no, the world. No, pickleball is all senior citizens mostly, so it's okay. I just go to I just go to laugh and have fun. Oh, is that how you pad your yeah. scores? <laughs> the best in the league. <laughs> no, I'm not age, even. I'm not even close. They killed me. <laughs> I am gonna smash Earthlock. <laughs> no, I wish, man. They kicked my butt. Eugene, <laughs> Eugene, your ass is gone. Right, as long as you get back from the... What'd you yeah, say, Frank? As long as you get your dentures back in in get... time, we'll be ready, yeah. That's right, get your fucking teeth back in. <laughs> it's it's a fun sport, man. I can't explain why, but it's really fun. But anyways, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Alba. Guys, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure. We'll do this again for sure. Thanks, Luke. Scott, you got to have a good night. Yes, absolutely, Luke. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Scott, it was great to meet you. Take care, guys.